This is a Federal News Network podcast. New telework policies are in place for much of the Social Security Administration. Some employees are teleworking a day or two less than they were before. Telework is eliminated for others. Well, now the coronavirus concerns and the agency's response or lack of one are just the cherry on top for many employees. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to explain how telework has changed for that SSA workforce. Nicole, before we get to coronavirus, tell us what was going on before this thing hit. In late January, the Social Security Administration announced vaguely that they would be changing their telework policy for many employees. And they still, to this day, have not really detailed exactly what has changed for which employees, but we've been able to deduce a, a rough sketch of what these changes look like for the workforce. And by the way, they said they would be changing them. They didn't say they would be enhancing them. And when corporate giants like SSA say change, it always means get worse. Well, in this case, yes, for many people. So the Social Security Operations Workforce, it depends on where you are and what you do. So if you're in certain regional offices or you're a central operations staffer, you can telework one day a week per pay period. And that's different because... Last October, the Social Security Administration announced across the board we're eliminating telework for everyone in operations. So for them, that is actually a win. But employees in the SSA teleservice and field offices, they still can't telework. And I don't think that's going to be changing anytime soon unless this coronavirus situation, which we'll get to later. Now, SSA legal assistants, they can telework for one day per every two-week pay period, We heard that from the American Federation of Government Employees. Employees within SSA's Office of Quality Review are seeing an across-the-board, one-day-a-week change to their telework arrangements. So if you used to telework three days a week, you could only telework two. And then interestingly enough, SSA systems employees, so those who might work for the chief information officer, for example, they had a wide variety of telework arrangements in the past, And now they're allowed to telework one day a week. So pretty draconian. And I guess there are new regimes for how people have to track and account for their time. That's also changing? That has changed. And this is where I think it gets particularly interesting because if you're teleworking, employees have to email their supervisors at the start of their day to say, I'm online. And they have to email their supervisors at the end of the day to say, I'm clocking out. At the beginning of the day, they need to provide supervisors with a list of accomplishments, tasks that they anticipate that they will do that day. And then at the end of the day, they need to send a similar list saying, "Okay, here's all the things I actually did. They're also still being tracked through their time and attendance system that monitors their time online and that sort of thing. And then there are a variety of agency performance management systems that are also tracking the work that they do. And I think this setup has caused some concern among some of the employees. The American Federation for Government Employees is a good example because they feel like they're overbearing, that it means that management doesn't trust what they do. You know, the argument is we're professionals. We've been using telework in many cases since 2013. We know how to do our work now. And now you're adding all these extra steps that we need to go through to make sure that we're doing what we say that we're going to do. Interestingly enough as well, Tom, I think, you know, employees are frustrated because there's no real work tracking system while they're in the office. So there's a variety of mechanisms to track what they do when they're not at the office. But those systems aren't in place when they're sitting at their desks wherever they work. 
We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. It sounds like they're going to be counting keystrokes next or something. You can almost imagine people you know, walking up and down aisles in the Johnson Wax building to make sure everyone's productivity is up. And I guess that feeling of trust and being watched is not a great one. Now we've got coronavirus and agencies contemplating continuity of operations. It's almost like the world's worst snow day possibly descending on federal agencies. Is that having any effect on this new telework policy? Well, so far, not that we can tell. The Social Security Commissioner, Andrew Saw, he put out a message about the coronavirus to the workforce uh, last Thursday. And it says, I truly admire and appreciate your dedication to your job and understand that some of us choose to work even when we aren't feeling our best. However, it is better to stay home, give yourself the opportunity to recover, and prevent the possibility of infecting your coworkers and the public. That was the main message that I took from that email to the workforce. There's also, you know, the same guidance that we've seen, you know, bombarded at us for the past couple of weeks now. You know, wash your hands, cover sneezes and coughs. And that's all guidance in, you know, this message from the commissioner. It doesn't mention telework. I think employees, though, are potentially trying to rally their their managers to maybe have the Social Security Administration come back with some kind of telework relief. Well, you would think that the agency would want to have a robust telework capability, at least in place, precisely because of the need for occasional continuity of operations, because people that might be forced home because they're worried about coronavirus, they're not all sick. They're just worried. And to be clear, Tom, you know, Social Security didn't say we are not changing our telework policies in light of the coronavirus. That's not what they said. I asked the Social Security Administration what their plans were, if they planned to change anything about how they were administering telework. And the response I got back was, we're working closely with the CDC and remain prepared to deal with contingencies under our continuity of government plans. So they didn't quite answer the question specifically about telework. But meanwhile, members of Congress are really pushing, I think. On well, that this. was my next question. Yeah. What's going on there? So two members of Congress, one, the chairman, Richard Neal of the House Ways and Means Committee, and then two, the ranking member of the Senate Finance Committee, Ron Wyden, are actually urging Commissioner Saul to reinstate telework fully. And they cite these exact concerns over coronavirus. They mentioned the CDC guidelines that went out you know, to the private sector saying, look, if you can work from home, you might want to work from home. Meanwhile, the Office of Personnel Management has really urged agencies to look at their telework-capable workforce and make sure as many people as possible have that ability. So it's definitely on the minds of Congress. And in addition to that, AFGE has filed, one, a grievance over the ability to telework just to begin with. And then, two, they added a supplement to that, again, expressing concerns about telework and the potential for a coronavirus outbreak. Now, some of the other agencies have also cut back on telework. You've been covering this now. Any change on their policies that we're aware of at this point for for the corona scare? We're not hearing of any. I mean, those agencies include the Agriculture Department, Education Department, Interior got rid of telework for its supervisors, but not for everyone. There's one component within the Health and Human Services Department, actually, that has cut back telework. So we're not really hearing about that specifically, but we are hearing that some agencies are practicing, saying, look, if we're all out of the office for 14 days, what's that going to look like? And can everyone log into their computer and do the things they need to do if they can work from home? And then you've also been writing about the contract and possible legal status change 
for Transportation Security Administration employees. Of course, they can't telework. The officers, they have to be there out in the public within inches of all the sneezing, coughing, hacking, Mm -hmm. snotting people out there. And so you kind of feel for those folks, too, at this point. Right. They're patting you down. They're checking all your bags. And I mean, I don't envy them. You have to pat down the very elbow where someone just sneezed. Right. Right. And, you know, AFGE represents the majority of those TSOs. But another federal employee union, National Treasury Employees Union, they are really proactive about this. They actually just launched a new website that tracks all of the agency pandemic plans and any information they've gotten from the agencies where they have members. They are really, really urging agencies to put information on that website. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of her coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.